The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today. We love having you either listening to The Intentional Spirit or watching us on, on Facebook Live. Uh, really so much appreciate you as audience members, appreciate who you are in the world, and that, like me, you are always seeking tools that support you in being a difference maker, in being an intuitive, and in being an advocate in whatever way your passion is. Um, I'm joined today not only by the dynamic Robert, Robert O. Williams, who has created a movement, um, Love is the Power, and all of the work that he brings. We'll be talking to him throughout the show. And also, I have our beloved mystic. He is definitely a mystic. Um, he supports worldviews, and it's his birthday on Friday, so he's just telling all of you. Hello, and how are you? And thank you for, for being with us. Uh, Robert, welcome to our show. It's a pleasure to have you, sir. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you, Temple. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you so very much for inviting me. Well, I, I love Dia Chandra uh, Hunter, and um, when she tells me she's on fire about somebody, uh, that's a huge compliment because she has the opportunity to know a lot of people that are out there as um, movers and shakers, and and boy, does she have so much of great things to say about you. So um, tell our listeners um, how you became intentional. Was it a defining moment? Have you known it since uh, you were a, a young, 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 young boy? Um, what is your What is your story? What either tragedies or challenges or opportunities have shaped you? Um. Many of those have shaped me. Yeah. Also, many really, really good things have shaped me, such as the birth of my daughter. And, um, you know, life is full. As, you, as we all know, life has all kinds of different aspects to it, all kinds of ups and downs and sideways and sideways. For me, I, I did have a near-death experience in 1979. And I suppose we could say that that was unusual, and it, it certainly was unusual for me. And I was shown, you could say, um, the other side of things that uh, I had never seen before and that um, I found very, very interesting. And uh, just to kind of tell you, because you, I want to be very specific with my answer, because a defining moment, I can I can tell you about the other dimensions that I went to and the beautiful light and the beautiful um, reality that is concurrent with this reality. But there was even a a more special moment, and that was when I got back into my body 
and began to kind of literally wiggle my toes. I was living in Santa Barbara at the time, springtime, March of 1979. And we lived right by the ocean, and we had a beautiful garden outside. And, and I remember um, really even before I opened my eyes, hearing the sounds of nature, hearing the ocean, hearing the birds chirping, hearing the insects in the garden, and just as if hearing, it, hearing those sounds for the first time. And understanding, because I was in that state, understanding that the innate intelligence, the intelligence that was governing nature, that was behind it all, was the same intelligence that was starting my heart to beat, starting my breath to breathe again. There was no, there was no difference. And, and, uh, and so that was probably the most significant part of my near-death experience, which was the aliveness that I felt at that moment with nature and with this cosmic, mysterious, beautiful intelligence that we all are part of and we all are. So I think that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. I can I can um, totally resonate with that. It's like all of a sudden through this new awakening and uh, you being a, a, a member of the club, the near-death experience, which I, I like to liken to, then we become the near-life club members that we don't want to miss a moment of it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, absolutely. Exactly we don't want to miss a moment of it, but um, there, I think there's something that happens with people that have the experience that that you do. Uh, one of those is that when you return, it's almost like if I understand it correctly, because I haven't had the experience, so I'm having to learn through, you know, the words. It, it's almost like there's a depth about you that wasn't there before. Um, I think that's that's one part that we would probably say is true. The other part is that um, everything seems magnified, right? You you hear different, you see different. It, it's almost like you go back to that ancient idea of, you know, open your eyes so your heart can see, right? Mm, yeah, very true, very true. And, and to, to tell you the truth, uh, most of that has maintained its signal you could say in my in my life since then and uh, even in deep sleep and dream so it was a it was an awakening um, and at the same time for all you all the listeners here and we're part of a wonderful community it doesn't mean that we have to uh, nearly die or die it doesn't mean that we have to go through um, horror to awaken in fact that is Actually, ironically, that was one of the reasons that I became so inspired at, after that uh, event in 1979 was that um, there is a blueprint. There is a, there's an actual reality that is dawning in humanity right now that I'm absolutely convinced uh, is, is motivating each of us to, to become more whole to become more of love, more of understanding and compassion. And so when, when we have that level of uh, inspiration, it just 
enhances who we really are in in addition to the fact that we are always growing, we are always changing, like you say, the ups and downs still are happening, but it's a it's like a um, the, the the sun begins to come up and things become more clear because we can see more clearly and we can even become uh, much more discerning about what is good for our bodies, what is bad for our bodies, what's good for our families, what's bad, and, and like that. So we begin to participate with uh, more awareness. When and and I'll talk more about that, but I don't want to hog the show here because oh please, there's what, no uh, and you know whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen, and I just want you to feel free to go in whatever direction as an intentional spirit that that you want to go but when you're talking about this awakening when you're talking about this insight when you're talking about this the the best way that i have learned to describe it at least for myself robert is that um when i go back to that that powerful awakening the first time i was a teenager in love with a big old crush you know i didn't need to sleep i didn't need to eat I didn't care what time it was. I mean, I was just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, as they would say. I was just like, wee, you know, I'm in love. I had this look on my face, you know, and the the music on the radio sounded so much better. Everybody was so much more tolerable. The incidents in your life were very, very small in comparison to this great big moment, you know, that, that, you were having, we were witnessing, we were experiencing. So I love that your whole work is around that love is the power. And for those of you that are just tuning in, go to loveisthepower.com because I talk about that a lot of times in my own work, Robert, in, in, in the event of, you know, we're not here to get old. Uh, age is inevitable, but being old is a choice. And I go back to how... You know, when we were in that love vibe, it was we were in a whole different space. There was a passion uh, that was triggered that is just really hard to put words on, really. Yeah, and it's 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 a natural phenomenon. So when we fall in love, it's an interesting expression. Somebody came up with that, and it and it fits beautifully. We've all fallen in love. What is falling away? Actually, it's falling. What is falling away? Is our a separateness? It's 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 falling. What, what falling away is our this uh, condition that we place on ourselves for quality of life. Because when we're in love like that, and and we all know it, 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 it continues in different ways. We can fall in love. We fall in love with our children. We fall in love with um, each other in different ways. And it's a condition, actually, the new condition is a state of higher consciousness. It's a state of, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of energy that comes when we, let's just say, release the restrictions around who we thought we were or who we think we are. When we release those restriction, restrictions and you know, we can we can analyze them. The, something bad happened to us a long time ago, or last week, or uh, and we 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 are afraid it's going to happen again. We're afraid of loss. These these are uh, conditions that we've all gone through and will continue for a, a, a little bit longer on this 
beautiful planet. But when they, when the energy of who we are, when the love of our hearts actually break open through those boundaries, then then that love becomes more real and more stable in our lives. And uh, you know, but it's but there's two things. One is that when you had a crush and when you fell in love for the first time, you didn't have to learn how to do that. This wasn't something that uh, you learned in school and then said, okay, now I'm going to fall in love. You know, now I'm going to have a crush. And, and, and when we have these certain events in our lives, these epiphanies, there is an effortless aspect to it. So when, we, when I uh, felt the unity with the birds and the gardens and the sounds of the ocean and the ocean itself, um, it wasn't like, oh, I think I'm going to try unity right now. Uh, I think I'm going to, you know, learn this myself. This, it just happened. It right. just happened. It happens suddenly, usually. And in quantum physics, that's how transformation occurs. It, there are sudden shifts. It doesn't, it doesn't gradually, in an analog sense, it doesn't gradually go. There are all kinds of things that gradually move, but there are also quantum shifts and shifts of organization that happen suddenly compared to the previous state um, of of that uh, paradigm. I mean, one of my f- my favorite stories, and you've spoken about it prior, and I and I'm going to just do it again because I, I I love the story of the caterpillar relative to the butterfly. Because when the caterpillar is the caterpillar, it's very content, you can say, and it and it knows its purpose, and it's crawling around, and it's got its reality. That's that's a, a paradigm of consistent energy exchange. It's it's the caterpillar phase of its life. Then at some point, there's something greater than that individual caterpillar life, something greater. And, they, and they've done research, and I just love this part. So something begins to say, caterpillar, no longer, no longer. We're going to have to end this phase to create a new one. But the, the, the caterpillar, at the, the nervous system, the immune system of this is not an analogy. It really does fight. The immune system fights to keep the caterpillar the same, keep the caterpillar at that caterpillar phase. And it really fights. It, it struggles and because that's the, the program of that phase. But it, we all know that something greater outshines that inner fight, and the caterpillar finally just lets go and goes into the chrysalis. And I also want to say that the time period of the caterpillar relative to the time period of that sudden change to the chrysalis and that in and then that even more sudden change to the butterfly is very very brief so that in in caterpillar years it could might live to be like 90 caterpillar years and then there's Two years of chrysalis, and then there's the butterfly, and let's just call that a rebirth. You know, instead of Absolutely. an age of, yes. Uh, yes. analogy, there's a rebirth. Um, we are going through that as well. the The human race has, in my opinion, come to a place where transformational energies are more active and more 
you could say, uh, more alive than ever before. So transformational blueprints. Quantum physics talks about informational fields. So the blueprint for the butterfly was always there. It didn't just become created. It didn't just appear when, when that caterpillar decided, you know, the butterfly blueprint was always there. The blueprint for the awakening of humanity is here. It is here. The blueprint is built in. Just like, just like the seasonal shifts. It's hard to get a, uh, a, a, a flower to bloom in, an, in the dead of winter, you know, if not impossible without artificial light and stuff like that. But when the season shifts, then the blueprints for the blossoming occurs. So what I found in that event in 1979 was that these blueprints, these informational fields of how to or of the heart, these informational fields of the heart chakra and the heart of humanity are now like saying, "It's you can't stay. You can't stay in that collective reality that includes cruelty and abuse and and, and horror and and suffering. It's just not part of the program. What is different between us and our dear caterpillar friends is that we get to co-create." the blossoming effect. And that's the work you're doing, the work Unity, and so many others, because we have our participational location in the scheme of things. And that's a huge gift. It's, it's, it's you know, when we think about how we can even change our breath at will, we can breathe in and out at will, there's a key. No other animal can do that. And they, all the other animals and species of life on the planet, with the exceptions perhaps of dolphins and, and whales, and maybe there's some others, but in general, the animal consciousness is responding. There's no, there's no individual agenda. It's responding to the ecosystem and so forth like that. And, 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 I, and I do want to give respect to all of our pets that, that respond to us and love us. But humans now have have language, we have the ability to define ourselves individually. So they named me Robert Williams in 1954, and I have my distinct memories, and I talk about them in the book, but the magnificent part of individuality, of our personal stories, is that we can also live as one human race. We can also um, have that unity in diversity. And that I call the power of love, or love is the power, because the heart chakra actually scientifically on one level and, and just intuitively on the other, the heart chakra, the heart of you and the heart of me, doesn't know differences. It... it, it, it it doesn't, sorry, it doesn't limit ourselves with our different stories, with our different birthdays, our different genetic qualities. It actually opens up the fields of co-creative possibilities, and that's the time we're living in. And the, and the extraordinary gift is that we will not lose our individualities as this shift occurs on the planet. Our individualities will become more, you could say, glorified, more 
more alive as we know we are one and as we also know that if we hurt somebody intentionally, we're hurting ourselves. And that's the old golden rule, right? It's becoming, uh, so it'll be an automatic awakening to a lot of us and eventually all of us. The automatic, the automatic, just like the caterpillar, say it 20 times fast, right, Robert? The caterpillar to the butterfly uh, is, is just an inevitable blueprint that the caterpillar submitted to, surrendered to. And as humans, we reach these places in our lives where we can't fight anymore. We, we, and that's, that's a good place. We, let's say we've, we've lost a loved one. Now, there's, I've, I've been with a lot of people who have made their transitions, and I had my own experience and went back and forth. We all know that there's only so much positive thinking we can have. For instance, if, if we lose a child, if uh, a tragedy like that happens, it is horrible. It's a horrible experience, and, and we just don't understand it. And the way out of that in my opinion, is actually to surrender into it. Absolutely. There is, there's no doubt about it. And I think, quite frankly, that's one of the, uh, the greatest misunderstandings ever about positive thinking is that one um, is quick to think that um, positive thinking means that one can never be in a reality of loss or grief or change or talk about it or express it. And that's, you know, really just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Um, the, the reality is, is that if we did not know what it was felt like to cry, we would never know what it was like to have our deepest laugh, would we? And I have yeah. discovered that in my long, own life when I've had like a, you know, a weekend of grief. And I just call it, this is my weekend and I am going to deal with it. You know, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to, deal with it and I'm going to feel it and I'm going to let it go and I'm going to write it out whether it's anger or whether it's sadness what's amazing to me each and every time is that wow on the other side of that my laugh my belly laugh is so much deeper it's so much more vibrant it's so much more alive and and there's a there's a depth about it you are so right and I think that if people could say you know, being positive is something that I look forward to again. You know, it, feeling totally alive is something I'm welcoming. But right now, I need to walk through this space. You know, I, it's where I am right now. I, I'm longing to be there, um, but I'm not there right now. And I, I'm glad that you highlighted that because it's just, it's it's so important because positive thinking and um, the principle-based people have 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 given the idea of you know being in your humanity kind of a a bad sense, and it's not. It it really is the most dynamic parts of ourselves. I totally agree, Temple. I totally agree. You know, um, when I after I had my event in 1979, I began to read. Every single book, all this, I, I was so fascinated with all the different religions and, and uh, did a lot of uh, reading and research and found the common threads throughout all the religions. And the reason why I'm bringing that up now is that I love when um, 
in the Bible, it says, I will, the, the, Jesus, the Christ will return like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. And I pondered that a lot, like a thief in the night. So when you said it, it will return, the positivity, or the aliveness, the happiness, the joy, um, at the time of a tragedy, we accept that, we surrender to that, and then, like a thief in the night, our hearts show themselves to be inclusive, greater than, and allows every single emotion we can possibly have as a human, but also we are whole. And that, why didn't Jesus say, I'm going to come with really good flute music and, you know, in, in, in the bright of day, <laughs> it's going to be really band. nice. I'm going to bring be, Yeah, it's going to be really nice outside, right? There's going to be rainbows. No, like, first of all, we, we are scared in the nighttime because we can't see clearly. And thieves are, you know, they're spooky. They, they sneak up like a thief in the night. Uh, and there's other scriptures in other religions. And I thought, you know, that's where we extend our faith into darkness, into the night, into, into our fears, into our, our resistances. And, it, and in my case, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't fight enough to stay alive. I, I really did just, just surrender into the condition I was in. And stepping off a cliff or taking that, uh, that leap of faith, all these, all these sayings have come from the collective experience. And I'm not saying that we intentionally walk off cliffs and all, you know, we all know, you know, but there's a certain point where we have no choice. And when we step off that cliff, we, we do find our wings and, and the Christ light does return, um, so we are at an amazing time where the nighttime is changing, and there are rays of light that are everywhere that are beginning to illumine humanity. And that's why your work and our work together as a community of humans who have reached that state of consciousness where we know no matter how much money somebody offers us, we're not going to be cruel to anybody. We're not going to be abusive to a dog or a cat. We cannot do that. We don't have the consciousness. We've, we've, we've evolved to the point where we know you cannot give me anything to do something like that. I'm not right. talking about making mistakes and accidents. So, so like that, what, what, but we know, unfortunately, we're on this bridge between phases, between seasons, and there are people on the planet that do those kind of things for sport, and they don't, but, but not for very much longer, because the movement of alive functioning from our heart chakra, which is like the butterfly opening, it's, gonna, it's an automatic, at the same time we are co-creating that reality, will at some point um, outshine the, the dark tendencies and the fear-based motivations of some humans. And that's, that's a revolutionary time. That's an awakening time in mass. 
in Messe, in, in, a, in a sudden, like a quantum shift of reorganization to a higher state of order. I believe that's where we're in that time right now. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm, we're, on the, we're in the choir together. I've been talking about these ideas for the past 10 years. I founded a grassroots movement called Life Rights. But that's really where we're headed. You know, we've, we've lost the inalienable life rights with all living things, whether it's elder rights or homeless or children or the color of one's skin or, you know, why in the world in 2017 would we uh, kill, take the life of an elephant uh, for one uh, beautiful piece of ivory when we can fabricate that, we can manufacture it, we can have something that looks even better um, it just, um, you're, you're so right. There is a, a deepening with our consciousness. We, it, it's almost like, you know, what's coming up for me when you're talking. And that's why I love this show, The Intentional Spirit. That's why I don't like going by a script because I like it to be organic. I know our listeners impacted. I know the people that join us, their consciousness makes a difference in how the show, you know, goes. We always urge them to share our show uh, with others, we also ask them to write their comments, their questions, uh, so it can be interactive, especially on uh, Facebook Live. But it's almost like we are now coming upon uh, the second creation story, if you will. That's yeah. kind of where we're at. Uh, we're, we're writing, um, for, for people that are in marketing, we're writing Bible number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. We're, you know, it, it's like I, I say to people that, you know, want to want to talk about the Bible. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I love stories. I love the sacred stories. But to me, stories are only interesting if they if if you let them impact you. You know, otherwise, it's just a, a bunch of intellectual stimulation. But if there are stories that impact you, even though they are ancient stories, then that's phenomenal. You know, that's that's a that's a great anchor. But if people tickle me when they're so afraid of darkness, when they don't want to talk about it, and, you know, all those kind of things, because I go, have you ever read, you know, like Genesis chapter 1? You know, in the yeah. beginning, it says darkness was all around, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. then, let there be light. Okay, well, that happens in our lives. It, it, it happened in, in your life. It certainly, you know, happened in, in my life of, windows where, wow, you know, there's the awakening of, oh, there's darkness all around. <laughs> but I'm going to get back. You know, I'm going to get back to the understanding of, of light. And what I, what I love is you're, you're, you're so much more, Robert, than, you know, I'm, I'm here to sell books and, you know, talk about these ideas. You have this whole um, woven fabric of, like, in my own work, of humanity in mind. We do what we do because we we have this whole idea of enveloping and wrapping the world and the conscious changes that are that are currently happening. Uh, Love is the power is the website we're on. Uh, for those of you that are listening, we will put it in our comments. Love is the power dot com. I know I immensely appreciate all of you uh, because of you. Our, our intentional spirit radio show is listened to all over the world. You are the reason, and we're clear about that. Um, we'd love to hear what kind of shows you'd like us to do. And please follow me on templehays.com and also uh, visit us at firstunity.com.
org. But we're talking today with Robert Williams. He is definitely a change agent. Agent. He's committed um, since 1979 of his near-death experience. He has been requesting that people have more near-life experiences um, ever since then. Um, he is an advocate for change. You're talking, Robert, about moving humanity from fear to love. Now, when we talk about from fear to love, are we talking about, um, well, I'm not going to say what I think we're talking about. What what comes up to you when you're when you're highlighting that? Because I know it's bigger than, you know, don't be afraid to get the new job. I know we're talking some bigger depth here. Uh, though that's pertinent, I know you have some other ideas in mind. Right. So, moving humanity from fear to love is a blueprint that we're all participating in. Okay. So, the, the movement is kind of a, uh, it's a paradoxical situation where we're not moving to add anything new to us. We're not moving to override our fears and our past impressions. We're moving to become more whole, to become more uh, of who we are. And what what uh, is happening in that movement or that uh, apparent movement is that we've never been missing anything. We've never been without that love. And we can talk all about it. Each of us have experienced it from, from, from time to time. And it's, a, it's an automatic, let's just say from your first example, it's an automatic crush. <laughs> we, when yes. we experience that level of reality, that zone of consciousness, we don't have to decide whether we're going to be in relationship with it or not. We just love. We wake up and we love that reality. But in but we are on this bridge. We are on the bridge between times, between ages. And so when I'm speaking about moving reality or moving humanity from, from fear to love, it's kind of like we're gardeners now. And the, the winter is, has, has done its thing. And the you know the plants didn't grow and the, and the seeds were dormant and the life force uh, for that for the for the blossoming was was uh, resting was resting and then the seasons changed and now a good farmer comes out and he sees the sun and he sees the snow melting and he understands that the season has shifted and now it's time to participate in a new season, in the blossoming of, literally, the blossoming of his fields or of our gardens. And so moving humanity is, we are participating like farmers who are recognizing that the season is upon us to participate in our own garden of life, in the garden of our individual creative expressions, in the gardens of our own minds and hearts and emotions. And the... The supervisor, or let's just say the the prime directive, comes through our hearts because our hearts can can resolve the dilemma of seasons, the seasonal changes, the, the dilemma of 
how can happiness and light and love be a reality when horrible things are happening and have happened? The heart understands that. And, and uh, being a father, I remember uh, my wife and our newborn daughter. And for those of you who are parents, there's something that is absolutely intrinsic built in the system when our child cries we're not thinking oh wait a minute now let's see what should i do now you know <laughs> what's in it for me right what's in it for me how am i going to benefit how am i going to benefit from this moment yeah how am i going to benefit you know what's what's the long term uh, return on my investment of time and energy right uh, it's it's an automatic and so the we are automatically drawn to this to this reality. Some say it's a it's a lofty hope, a lofty ideal. I can't tell you, Temple, exactly when springtime will occur everywhere, but it's upon us. There are enough signs. And back to back to when when I was studying these different religious texts, most of them, if not everyone, I most of them. Let's just say there's a couple exceptions. Talk about a dawning. Talk about a a revolutionary and sudden change of consciousness. Um, and some of those scriptures say that humans have a choice at this time to to allow the inevitable or allow the blueprint of the blossoming of our own hearts to happen with our intention of nourishing that, that, uh, that process, those codes of life, or to resist them and fight, fight against them. And if there's enough people fighting against them, then the blossoming won't occur. I, I believe that we've, we've done that before in, <laughs> on this planet a long time ago, and here we are again. And I know that there are enough of us that understand even just poetically, what it is to, to blossom and to become more awake, even through our music and through the art and through creative dialogue and companionship and community, we are feeling the beginning symptoms of the new dawn, of the new reality where the heart will, will bring us not only fulfillment in in the moment of our activities, whatever we're doing, whatever purpose we have, will also bring us solutions to problems that were created at a previous level of consciousness. Yes. So I love, I, my, you know, one of my guys, is, favorite guys is Einstein, and especially in his latter years of writing all kinds of wonderful philosophical um, things down. He said, you cannot solve problems from the same level of consciousness that created the problems. Mm-hmm. So what about all the problems on the planet? Air pollution, water pollution, starvation. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot. What we're all about is raising consciousness so that the solutions will come as epiphanies, as ahas. We haven't, we haven't uh, exhausted our creative solu- uh, problem-solving Abilities. We've only begun. So as we raise consciousness, literally we raise the vibratory rate of our actual physical 
and mental and emotional existence, those body rates of frequency are increasing. And as we are able to tune into a next level of reality or a next highest level good or we or our higher potential, then boom, we go, wait a minute. Now I'm starting to understand. These solutions start coming to us. And the solutions to our own pain and the the love begins to, to bring us into a place of greater understanding and, and um, you could say, wide-angle lens perspective. We begin to see things more uh, from a holistic point of view, and the forgiveness and the, and the understanding begins to uh, automatically clear our pathways and our future possibilities. And we've already seen amazing jumping over to solutions to world problems. We've already seen amazing things that have, people have discovered and, and woke, dreamed and then they get it on paper. And I've you know, uh, read some of those wonderful personal stories of people who come up with solutions to problems. And I believe as we raise that consciousness, that baseline consciousness for all of humans, then the solutions will more easily be available. And these, these shifts, as we said earlier, are sudden. We don't have to wait 500 years to, to figure out how to really clean the water. Yeah, what do you absolutely. Think, well, um, one of the things that's coming to mind is something that I've put in a couple of books of mine and because I, I, I really love it. So I was just kind of feeling it so strongly when you were talking. It, it goes something like this. First, you must realize that you are asleep and then you wake up, and then you die so you can be born. You cannot be born until you die, and you cannot die until you wake up. I just really I love that the whole premise of, you know, in alignment of, of everything that, that you're talking about. And I want to just reiterate to our, um, to our listeners really how broad of a work that you're doing, and quite frankly, in an hour, we're only able to scratch the surface. Um, I want you to go and take the time uh, with Robert Williams to go to loveisthepower.com. Um, there's an app for the phone. Um, there is a quantum code generator. I mean, all of this stuff is, is on the website. Take advantage of it because we really... Uh, you know, we're the movers and shakers now. And for people that are still continuing to look for somebody to ride through on a horse, well, let me just say that you're it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're the one. We're counting on you. That's exactly what's happening. And we don't need to just keep talking, 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 talking about, you know, that, yeah, something's happening. And it's about it needs to happen through us. You know, it needs to be action-oriented and and things that we take to the street. I'm I'm really proud of the work that you're doing, Robert, and 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 very grateful to know you. And certainly want to feature you on the show again because you're just a, a great advocate for uh, for you know putting your shoes on and, and going out on on the streets. And I I so love it. And it is true when our hearts wake up, we can't we can't go back to sleep. Um, and that's the beauty of it, that there is no going back to sleep. When we have this new awareness, you know, there's there's no no returning. Um, 
So I'm just, I'm so grateful for uh, the work that, that you do. Uh, leave us with a, a closing thought, would you? Everyone who is part of the show right now, you're, the, the ones who are listening to my voice, let's, let's just know that we are in a consciousness together. And no matter where you're at, you know, through the technology of phones and digital information, we can connect with anybody at any time. Uh, through technology, we can also connect with anybody at any time through our hearts, through the consciousness that is aware of this right now or any moment. And that awareness, this is something that I, uh, I, I'm hoping more of you will accept in your life is that simple awareness, that simple awareness of who you are in this moment sends out a field of information that is healing the planet. Simple awareness of what is behind the nervous system that's registering these words, that's the acoustic impressions upon your eardrum and so forth. What's behind that is your awareness, and you are always greater than what the five senses are informing you of. You are always greater than any thought. You are always greater than any emotion. And that awareness, that simple awareness of that fact, of that reality right now, it sends out a wave of coherence, a wave of love that um, is, you could say, rising, raise, raising the tides. So we're all on this boat, and we're all running around. It's a huge boat. We, we think we're you know, on different sides and stuff, but we are on this together. And as the tides raise, then we can see more. And, if, and that only requires that simple remembering of who you are, whoever is listening, you, Joe, and Mary, and, you know, that's, that's us. You are us, and we're moving this boat upstream or up, up in elevation to the entire consciousness together. Absolutely. Well, what a pleasure it's been having you on the show today, Robert. Um, please stay connected, and thank you for being an intentional spirit. Special shout-out to all of you. Thank you for being who you are, doing the work you do in the world. Always love hearing from you. Um, but please, if you have a recommended guest, you can always go to the contact section of templehaze.com. We always love to get feedback from you. So God bless you on this amazing, incredible journey that, that we call life. And thank you, all of you, uh, for agreeing to be on it at this particular time. Exciting times. And remember, loveistheanswer.com. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Temple, and thank you all. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www. 
www.templehays.org. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, 
as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if you were intentional about your life? committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if you were intentional about your life? committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. 
Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if you were intentional about your life? Committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. 
This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.